Today, let's talk about football. Even though I am not the person to explain the game to you, I want us to talk about the game of football. Let's zero in on quarterbacks. They're in a position of leadership and responsibility. They have to be intentional in building healthy relationships, leading and planning success. Being flexible and strong is key. Sometimes the quarterback must call an audible. And here's where I show some of my football knowledge. The audible means a verbal change of plans. And sometimes he's calling an audible because he senses a blitz coming his way. And a blitz, well, in football, that means an overwhelming attack from the opponent. Now, turn your attention to parenting. Moms and dads call audibles all the time, and they face multiple blitzes in their daily life. It's just part of raising kids in the 21st century. Like a quarterback, parents have to be intentional. They have to lead and plan for success. How to stand when facing the blitz. That's today on Licensed to Parent. Hi, thanks for joining us for another episode of Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. Our host is the founder and executive director of Shepherds Hill, Trace Embry. Trace is also the author of the book, The Miracles of Shepherds Hill. It's available in paperback and on Kindle from Amazon. I'm Michelle Hill, and our goal on Licensed to Parent is to take what we're learning each day at Shepherd's Hill and share it with you so that you can be better prepared to raise your kids in a way that honors God. And so you won't need a residential facility down the road. And that's what we're doing today. Trace, is it just me or does it seem that today's parent has become like an NFL quarterback who faces a blitz almost every play? Uh, no, it's not just you, but instead of an enemy defense made up of a bunch of big guys blitzing a quarterback, today's parents have an entire culture that's blitzing them. And our culture's head coach happens to be the devil himself. And he is on the offense, Michelle. I, I remember, you know, some of the cultural liabilities that my parents had to deal with when I was growing up. Uh, and I think, wow, what a parent wouldn't give to trade those issues uh, for the issues that families are forced to deal with today. Uh, common sense was actually still a thing when I was growing up, but postmodern thought and relativism uh, was just busting on the scene back then. So uh, even though common sense was starting to be eroded, it still existed. But common sense can't exist without a common standard or premise. Our culture's standard for common sense has always been the Bible until recent times. And everyone knew until recently that it was the very foundation of our Constitution, I mean, our government used it to swear oaths. I, I used it to swear as a policeman. Uh, every court system, we inaugurate presidents by this book. But even our government had a biblical premise for the laws it created and enforced back then. It, it was just common sense. But the Bible is now a comic book in the eyes of so many lawmakers and law enforcers today. Uh, it's a comic book in the eyes of many educators and medical and mental health professionals, too. Without God, our moral premises are now more man-centered. But the $6 million question is this, which man? And right here is the crux of all of our parenting woes. And for that matter, all the other woes we see in our nation when we flip on the news. So is what you're saying that the root of all our parenting woes is spiritual? Absolutely. Uh, but who's talking about this? I mean, maybe your pastor, maybe not. When more people start recognizing that the root of all our nation's woes are fundamentally spiritual, and this includes the calamitous collapse of common sense parenting, 
That's when we'll see America's families start to become whole again. That's when we'll see American culture become more whole and healthier. Because right now, our nation is collapsing. And that's because our families are collapsing. Families being the the most primal form of government and the foundation of God's ecosystem. I mean, you can call it nature if you want to, but it's the logical order of things either way. And the devil is using so many recent cultural changes to divide us and conquer us. I mean, the logical result of such illogic are those daily onslaughts, those blitzes, so to speak, that are now threatening parents, and particularly Christian parents, and their kids every day. And there's no better way to brainwash a people group with how to think, feel, and act Mm -hmm. than with all the latest cultural ideas, institutions, and interactions that come through those little addictive adult toys we call smartphones. I mean, give your child a smartphone, and you've just given your kid and yourself a 24-7, 365-day-a-year cultural blitz. The problem is that we've now grown accustomed to it. It's kind of like riding a wild bull. We don't like it. We don't want to be there. But we're too afraid to let go. The devil is a genius, and too many Christians have become cowards. Bottom line, we have to acquire a biblical worldview, grow a spine, and allow God's Holy Spirit to lead and empower us to start facing the blitz. Because it's not coming. It's here. Well, Trace, I'm excited to introduce our guest today, and he's no coward. He's raised four sons successfully with his wife, Stacy. Our guest is Jeff Kemp. Jeff's faced many blitzes in his life. He's been an NFL quarterback for the Rams, 49ers, Seahawks, and the Eagles. And since the NFL, Jeff has worked to improve the lives of children by strengthening marriages and families. He founded and led Stronger Families, served as vice president and catalyst for family life. Jeff is the author of the book, Facing the Blitz. And Jeff is married to Stacy. They have four sons and five grandchildren. Jeff is the real deal. And it is great to have Jeff with us today on Licensed to Parent. Jeff, welcome to Licensed to Parent. Hey, Trey, thank you. And Michelle, great to be with you. Hey, Jeff, your, your book, Facing the Blitz, it, it's, I don't think it's written specifically for parents, but it very well could have been. Uh, how do you see parents using this book to, to help them deal with the blitzes that uh, their kids and, and life itself can throw their way? Well, Trace, when you were kind of opening up the show, you took us to the macro picture that um, we don't just live our lives in a, in a vacuum. We live our lives in this world and in the culture of this world. And uh, you were talking about how, you know, we've drifted um, from having God as a central aspect of our worldview and our cult- culture to um, kind of a unwelcome uh, part of it in, te- in terms of, you know, the, uh, the outlook of government and education and some of the institutions, entertainment, et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's an overarching view that every human being who is a believer in Jesus and every parent needs to have. Um, and that is that this is a fallen world. God is still in control. He has a way for us to live, but it's very paradoxical to the ways of the world. And it's really interesting, as Michelle gave us a great primer on uh, blitzes and audibles in football, um, God's paradigm is taking bad and turning it good. God's paradigm is transformation. It's redemption and transformation, Mm -hmm. restoration. And if you think about the fundamental 
um, crux of all of history. It was Jesus Christ entering the world, looking like he was going to be a superstar, win the game, be the hero, you know, get all the applause. But it turned a terrible corner, and it became the worst blitz ever. And Jesus was falsely accused, falsely convicted, punished, crucified, bears our sins on the cross, goes into a grave for three days. All of his followers scatter because they're not sure if this thing worked and what in the world happened. This wasn't supposed to, to be like this. It was the worst blitz ever. And yet, three days later, on the third day, he raises from the dead exactly as he said he would, which was God's plan. And he proved victory over Satan, over rebellion, over sin, over disconnection from God, and over death. Um, and that blitz, which Christ faced, is the paradigm for how we are to live. Think of all the things in the Bible when Lazarus was sick and Jesus let him die instead of healing him, right? Joseph had blitz after blitz after blitz. But he ended up being the one who, when his family was worried that he might punish them, said, don't worry, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. All through the Bible, the pattern is that God takes things in this broken world, including us, because we're broken and we're sinners and we're selfish and we're prideful, both parents and kids, and he rescues us through Christ, transforms and conforms us to his character, and then he lets us face blitzes by turning bad into good. And we do that through honesty, through humility, through teamwork, um, and through God's Word, and applying it, again, in a very humble but uh, loyal way. Yeah. And and Jeff, uh, you and I and Michelle, we're all on the same page with that. Uh, we've bought into the premise that you know, the, the central point of history was 2,000 years ago. Um, God you know, worked through Christ, the cross, redemption. What do you say to the unbeliever? Uh, you know, the, we have unbelieving parents that, that not just come to Shepherd's Hill occasionally, uh, but uh, are listening to this broadcast right now. What do you say to the parents that, that don't buy into that premise, that they, some, some people don't even believe in the historical Jesus of Nazareth, much less him being the Christ? What's well, their hope? What's, what? First of all, I don't uh, call them unbelievers. I call them yet-to-be believers. Um, okay. I was once a yet-to-be believer, and yet God knew that he would open my heart touch me with his Holy Spirit, call me to himself, and allow me to be adopted as his child and to be a believer and a follower in Jesus. I can't take credit for that, Trace. If I could, I'd be proud. And pride is the thing that messed us humans up in the first place. So I would say to that person, hey, wherever you are, the story of your life isn't finished. And the most important part of that story is the journey to find the creator that made you who alone can solve the problem in history. And if you think it's tough raising kids, if you think it's tough some of the challenges you're facing at work or at the school or with the regulations of COVID or the political discourse, or, you know, you're liberal and you're upset at your conservative family, uh, you're a conservative and you're upset at your liberal family, you like this station, others like that station. Uh, if you're upset about all that, and you can say, where in the world is the peace? Well, what is going on in Ukraine? How could Putin just go do this? And, and is anyone going to stand up to that? The answer is in Jesus Christ, who has an eternal kingdom. And so I would say to that person, 
go on a journey to find out where the source of love and where the source of truth is and where the source of life that lasts past these 80 years is. And uh, I don't think the game's over. So I'm not going to tell you that you're wrong and you're messed up. Um, I'll just say I found an answer. I found a relationship. I found a source of love. I've, I've found, found a source of wisdom and guidance that works in being married and raising kids and running a business and handing trials, handling blitzes. Um, and it's available to you, but it takes searching for God and becoming humble. And uh, I think you're going to find that that relationship will be a huge help when it comes to raising your children. Guys, I hate to do this, but we need to take a break. And on the other side, Jeff, I know that Trace wants to continue talking with you about blitzing and also just overwhelmed parents and how we can help them with their kids. You're listening to Licensed to Parent with Trace Embry. Our guest today is Jeff Kemp. Shepherds Hill Academy, a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis, is celebrating 20 years of ministry. There have been many distractions in our work through the years as a result of a four-lane highway that divided our land. As a result, plans are underway to develop a whole new campus designed to improve our students' therapeutic experience away from the highway noise, along with up-to-date infrastructure and staff offices, all to help smooth out the day-to-day operations. The five-year, two-phase plan will begin with a new dining hall, followed by two new school buildings, also containing a new studio for licensed to parent. Please consider partnering with us, building together a new and improved Shepherds Hill Academy. Learn more and make your gift today. ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. That's ShepherdsHillAcademy.org slash building together. And thanks for helping us provide healing to teens in crisis. Your children are teens now. They're growing up and gaining independence. That's kind of the point of parenting, isn't it? You're raising future responsible adults, but they're not responsible adults yet. They may be able to do things on their own, but you still want to be able to contact them and you want to equip them for success. So you decide to get them a smartphone. But why a smartphone? For most people, that means 24-7 access to everything on the planet. And that's not wise, nor is it healthy. Digital addiction is prevalent these days. In fact, we see teens of all ages dealing with mental health and behavioral issues rooted in overuse of technology. Issues that affect health, wellness, ability to focus, performance in academics, and more. That's why at Licensed to Parent, we want you to choose a wise phone alternative instead of a smartphone. More information is available at LicensedToParent.org slash wisephone. Hi folks, Trace Embry here, host of the Licensed to Parent broadcast and founder of Shepherd's Hill Academy. We've all heard about modern-day miracles, mostly from mission fields. Frankly, I believed about half of them and experienced none of them until about 30 years ago when Christ truly became the Lord of my life. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill is a book that wasn't written as much as it was recorded. It's the true story of how God used a handshake, my family's last $200, and our 30-year odyssey of bumper-to-bumper miracles to acquire a 60-acre farm that was used by the devil and turned it into a 250-acre globally recognized healing ministry for God. I want all people to know that Jesus Christ is still in the miracle-working business for those submitted to His word, will, and way, and who properly understand what faith 
truly is. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, an extraordinary odyssey of divine interventions by Trace Embry. Learn more at LicensedToParent.org. Welcome back to Licensed to Parent. I'm Michelle Hill. Licensed to Parent is the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy, premier Christian boarding school for teens in crisis. And we've been serving Christian parents for over 20 years. Today on Licensed to Parent, our host, Trace Embry, and I are talking with Jeff Kemp. And basically, you can say that Jeff is catalyst for the family. He's helping families survive and thrive. Trace? Well, Jeff... uh Putting the pandemic aside for a moment, uh, what are some of the, the specific onslaughts that you see as, as being the most overwhelming for the average parent raising kids in, in 2022 America? Because I don't think a lot of parents really realize the things, all the things anyway, uh, that are adversely affecting them and, and, their, and their relationship with their child. I, I don't think sometimes they're asking the right questions. Mm, yeah. I think they think it's... Uh, Married other things. But what are some of the things that you see as overwhelming parents, whether they realize it or not? I'll try to make my list uh, fast, but it is kind of long. <laughs> okay. So what are the blitzes? What are the attacks? What, what are the uh, onslaughts and the challenges that parents face? First of all, the background in the mom and the dad is something that we should face because mm-hmm. we've had several generations of damage to the family, damage to relationships, and kind of a, a stealing away of the beauty of the gospel dominating people. And that makes parents injure their kids. There's a lot of father vacuum and father wounds and father deficit. And that's affecting dads and it's affecting moms and then that affects their parenting. So that's one. And they need to look at their own healing spiritually and relationally. Um, God can't heal any of that because we all have a perfect father, but I don't think we look to him. So that's number one is those father wounds and and parenting background issues. Number two is there's an identity crisis in America. Our culture is all about image, all about performance, all about beauty and achievement and fame um, and followers. And that makes identity something you're trying to earn and it's never secure and it can go away as soon as you get cut and you're not an NFL football player if you built up your identity on that, whatever it is. So identity is a crisis. It's actually something that we receive from God as a son or daughter of a perfect father. That's a problem. Now we live in a consumer era, and it all points to self. Yep. And every message of a thousand ads that kids and parents are seeing a day says, it's all about you. Go for the gusto. Tailor it to you. And that makes us busy because we're all trying to live the most impressive consumer life. We're overscheduled with sports, overscheduled with school activities, music activities, work, trying to make money to live in a bigger house, take more vacations, get another car. And that means we have less time and we're more stretched. Mm -hmm. Screens. Mm. Screens are everywhere. And our kids know how to use them better than we do. And they've got them 24-7. And the new screens, they are designed with algorithms and technological wizardry. Uh, and all sorts of brain um, chemistry-related aspects that make us addicted, and we can't let go of them. So, Jeff, you've outlined these challenges. Help us understand how to take those challenges and really let's try to help the parents. How do we help the parents through this? Number one, the parent needs to have a long-term view that doesn't say, i got to fix my kid right now. Mm. 
that isn't the, the game plan. That's not stewardship of your child. Your child belongs to God, and you're stewarding them for him. So that is the first perspective. Number two, you belong to God, and he wants to work in you. And it's who you are before it's what you do. It's, it's what, what, you know, how am I being a son or a daughter of God before how am I doing my fathering or my mothering? So I would say, parents, you will be helped if you develop your relationship with Father God, Lord Jesus, and the indwelling Holy Spirit, approaching God as Abba, Daddy. Tony Evans calls him Daddy. Go to God and ask him to refather you. That's what I've done for the last two years during COVID. It's been awesome. So every hurting mom, hurting dad, hurting woman, hurting man has a great, great solution. It is Abba, Father, God, get to know him personally as your daddy. As he heals you, transforms and conforms you, you'll start to hear him guide you, and then he will give you the game plan on parenting, and you will be less confused, and you'll have much more confident game plan. Yeah, and so we're back to that God premise again. You, can, you really cannot get away from it. Uh, but, you know, when you, when you meet a, a guy at an airport or, or, you know, at a conference or whatever, and one of the first things that men do is, you know, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And I think we got this, I, this uh, identity issue with what we do. I think kids are a, are a whole lot more affected and impressed by what we are. And I, exactly. I, I, I don't know that a lot of guys understand that. I think they, uh, and I don't mean what we are as far as a butcher baker, candlestick maker, a welder or whatever, but what we are as a human being. Uh, are we trustworthy? Do we have character? Do we show up when we say we're going to show up? Uh, things like that. What's been your experience with, with kids who find their security not in what their fathers do or what their mothers do, but who they are as people? Well, I've, I've been in the marriage strengthening arena for a long, long time. I needed so much help in my own marriage because I was kind of a naive, selfish husband, taking a consumer approach to that institution, which doesn't work so well. And I got mentored. I got trained. I got coached. Uh, I got helped a ton. And then we ended up helping others. And if you look at what the marriage research has said over time and the parenting and the outcomes in kids over time, The single greatest thing that helps a child is the security they gain from knowing that mom and dad love each other, Mm -hmm. that mom and dad love each other. That is the security. And the research shows it. the quality of the relationship of the mom and the dad. And of course, there are many divorced families and a a divorced parent can have respectful, honorable and even loving because Jesus says to love everyone. Right. Relationship with their ex-spouse. And by modeling that, you're giving security to your child. But I think the marriage is the center of the home. The parenting flows from it. And the relationship with God is the center of the life. And the marriage flows from that. And the parenting flows from that. Yeah. You know, one of the uh, the biggest mistakes that so many parents that come here through Shepherd's Hill make is they t- they tell me, you know, he, Junior's so messed up. He's got this and that going on. She's got this and that going on. Uh, I, I just want, I just want my son happy. Uh, he, he's the most important thing in my life, and I have to stop them right there and, and say, "Look, if if Junior is the most important thing in your life, uh, that's problem number one. If you're making Junior number one in your life, where does your spouse fit in there? Where does God fit in there? I've told my kids all grown up, and they know this. I love you. You're third in my life. 
the Lord is number one. Your mother is number two. If you're, you and mom are drowning in a lake and all I can save is, is one, you better learn how to swim because I'm going for mom. And I've, I've told people this and they look at me like I'm, you know, I'm some kind of brute, but it's, it's, it's brought about a, a, a tremendous sense of security with my kids. And when parents realize, oh my gosh, I, I have made an idol out of my child. My child rules the roost here. I'm constantly trying to make him or her happy. Um, God's not really necessarily, I know this is going to sound heretical, but I don't think God's necessarily concerned with our happiness as he is with our holiness because let's not get the cart before the horse here. Well, I agree. First of all, you pointed out one of the onslaughts in this culture is the philosophy that I want to be happy and I want my child to be happy and that happiness is the greatest end. The sad thing about happiness is it's circumstance driven. And if you aim for happiness, you compromise and take shortcuts to get good circumstances. And when you compromise and take shortcuts, you damage your character and you damage relationships. And if you damage your character and you damage relationships, guess what happens? You're not happy anymore. That's so right. you end up neither holy nor happy. So the goal, the goal is I need to be like Jesus. And if I'm like Jesus, then my relationships will be better. And whether my job is paying me well or not, whether I got fired or not, I'm going to have joy. And joy can handle any circumstances. Go. So I want my child to have joy, to be healthy, mm. and to get to know Jesus and Father God and build character like that. So that's kind of number one. And then, yes, um, it's a problem to say my child is the most important thing in my life. God and my marriage are, and that actually raises the way you value your children. Because like, as I said, it's proven that the most important thing to a child's security is the commitment and love and relationship, honesty of the relationship between mom and dad. Yeah. Well, I, I tell people all the time, I'm glad my wife has another man in her life. Uh, his name is Jesus Christ, Jesus. Uh, which brings her joy. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I, I went to my son's funeral, never lost my joy. I wasn't happy, but I never lost my joy. Listen, there are a lot of happy pimps, perverts, prostitutes, drunks, drug addicts. They're happy doing what they do, uh, but there's no joy there. And uh, I know we're up on, against the clock here, Michelle. Don't turn me into a toad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I won't do that. Jeff, I love your goal. The goal is to be like Jesus and to helping our children understand that that needs to be their goal too, to be like Jesus. So Trace, I am going to call an audible and invite Jeff back to our program next week. Is that okay? I'm ready. Okay. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent has been Jeff Kemp. To find out more about Jeff and the work that he's doing to equip the next generation of men, go to jeffkempteam.com. Thanks for listening to Licensed to Parent. To listen to our other episodes, go to licensedtoparent.org. And I want to just take a minute to remind you that this broadcast is an extension of Shepherds Hill Academy, our year-long Christ-centered wilderness-based residential program for troubled teens. You can learn more about this ministry to teens and their families at our website. Again, that website is licensedaparent.org. Listen to what one mom of a former Shepherds Hill Academy student said. I will forever be grateful that God led us to Shepherds Hill. Sending our son there is a choice we will never, ever regret. I truly believe his time there saved his life. Would you consider giving a financial gift to help families like this one? 
Because when you give a gift of any amount to Shepherd's Hill, you are bringing hope and healing to families in crisis. You can give securely online by clicking the donate button at the top of the page when you visit licensedaparent.org. I want to thank our team for making today possible. Daniel Fazina is our guest coordinator. Carl Peets is our producer. For Trace Ambry, I'm Michelle Hill, inviting you to join us again next time to renew your Licensed to Parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time.